Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Creators Lounge podcast. I am your host, Ben Jay. Great to see everyone back here again. Um, I'm so excited for this episode. Um, I met this guy just recently, but we really hit it off. We have a lot of great discussions on Instagram already. So I'm excited to kind of dig deeper into his mindset and his music today. My man, let these people know, what is your name? Where are you from? What do you do? Hey guys, uh, I'm Inflake. I'm from Singapore and I make music. That's fantastic. Inflake, thank you so much for making time to be on the episode today, man. No problem, man. So let's start from the beginning. You come from a very musical family. What does music mean to you personally? So uh, to me, music is technically everything because, um, you know, my parents, they have been in the music industry since uh, probably before I was born. So everything that we have right now is basically... um, being paid off for uh with royalty and all those kind of things so to me music is everything yeah that's so awesome man and it's so cool that you can come up in that kind of environment where you hear music all the time would you would you agree that your parents' music influenced your music or not uh to be honest not really because they don't really um push me to uh be in the music industry Uh, this music thing is something that uh i wanted to do so uh when we were younger we were much younger like they uh, didn't really um encourage us to be in the music industry because they have a lot of experience right yeah so uh but then me and my brother we were we were just like uh doing we just didn't not not to say like we didn't care but it's just that we wanted to experiment with this music thing and then i feel that it's something that um uh, that's great like we you know it's, it's something that how do i say it man like something that we uh are lucky enough to be doing you know yeah because uh me and my brother we just uh like we have i, I can show you right now but Sure. Like we have a lot of on the newspaper and all that. Okay. So features and stuff. And that's yeah, and that's just because uh, we technically didn't listen to our parents because they didn't want us to be in the music industry, but yes. we just kept on yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, they're they're supporting us still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's so awesome, though. I love to hear that. It's so cool because I feel like for a lot of the creators that I meet and I encounter, you know, they music is a new thing for them. Like their parents didn't do music or their parents didn't Mm -hmm. do art a lot. And so whenever they start making art, um, it's hard for people to understand what they're doing. They don't have that kind of support base around them. Whereas for you, it's something you came up around. Your parents kind of knew the the ropes already of everything. Mm -hmm. But how did they react whenever you did get into music? Were they kind of like, oh, Oh, we knew this was coming? Or were they kind of like, are you sure about that? (laughs) No, uh, they they were definitely uh, pretty happy about it. Like they, uh, they were like, Oh, okay. So you guys know what you're gonna do now, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, to me, it's like music is just something I do uh, for fun. So I still uh, there's something I want to be. There's something that's I I still want to pursue. So and they understand that too. So uh, as for my brother, I'm pretty sure that music is also just you know something uh, that we do for fun and all that. But at the end of the day, it's just they're happy that um, we. We're not uh, doing some bad things outside. We're yeah. just staying home, making music, you know. 
so yeah I, they're, they're pretty uh, happy about that oh man that's so cool it's so good to hear because I do feel like a lot of people struggle with that you know, having parents yeah, who yeah. don't understand you know or having people around who don't understand have you faced any opposition um, as far as with the music thing has anybody been a downer or a hater on your stuff so far or not there's a lot man like in school like uh probably when i just started like two years ago my friends they would uh like basically just call out my music and um just basically uh, talk about how bad it was and when i was at that um early in the journey right yeah that that kind of hate comment would end um you know i just kept going and going and i just kept uh working on my craft and not uh, let what anybody say get to me. And yeah, I mean, those people that have been uh, talking bad about it, they're actually pretty supportive of me right now. So that's kind of, that's kind of great to know, you know? That's cool. That is cool, man. Yeah. It's not, the story doesn't always end that way. So I'm glad that for you, mm -hmm. it's kind of worked that's out, good, yeah. you know, and gone full circle. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. And was there any specific steps you did take to kind of silence the haters per se? Because, you know, if they're at school, then you kind of have to see them every single day, kind of hear them every day. Yeah. Was there anything like specific that you did to kind of tune them out? Uh, definitely, yeah. So whenever they would, uh, like we would sit on the same line whenever they would mm -hmm. uh, like sort of disturb me I would just like laugh along and then just you know pretend uh, all they're saying is a joke and not yeah. take it too yeah. seriously but yeah. deep down uh, at that time I would be like so sometimes I would just go back to class and uh, not talk to anyone at that yeah. time so yeah yeah, yeah. Makes sense, man. It makes sense. No, I understand. Thank you for sharing that because a lot of the people who do listen to this podcast, you know, they're in that kind of same situation. They're yeah. in middle school, they're in high Definitely. school, and they've got haters all around them and everything. Anyway, uh, it is cool, though, that you have continued to make music. Um, and mm -hmm. I want to talk about that And right now. A lot of people who hear the podcast is probably going to be the first time to meet you. So go ahead and take a chance mm -hmm. to explain your music. What does it sound like? How would you describe it? So uh, to me, my music is basically... Uh, anything that I get inspired from so it really not not uh, gonna be the same style it'll be a lot of different style but mainly uh, probably something like along the lines of sound holo and some you know future-based genre but I wouldn't necessarily say that my song is future-based because you know if you guys would hear my uh, single called for you it's supposedly future-based like the uh, there's this website that does a review and they call it a future based track and all that but to me it's not really because if you hear it it's like something so different like to me my song is unique yeah no it's it's cool it's cool that you're talking about this because this is something that i'm really passionate about as well i do feel like people get really sucked into the genre game and you know they yeah, have yes. to get like really specific Definitely. with it you're like this is progressive house slap dubstep slash electro house you know <laughs> you know like you go really really yeah. out there with like the genres and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what they want to do you know more power to them yeah. but i do feel like uh music should be more free uh share your thoughts on yeah. genre if you could a little more uh okay to me uh i mean genre is something that um, is great to follow as a guideline. Mm -hmm. You know, some people, they don't really know uh, what, how uh, to go about doing music. So 
the thing that I used to do is basically just go on to YouTube and just how to help snowlers. You learned uh, bits by bits, like from dubstep, you can get sound designs, like mm -hmm. how to make that growl sound and all that. From future mm -hmm. bass, you get mm -hmm. to learn about the um, chord progressions and all that. And then you can yep. combine all those together and make your own style, you know? Yep. yep. So yeah, to me, genre is kind of a good thing for you uh, if you're starting out music and as a rule, you know, as a f something sure. to follow by, yeah. Makes sense. So it's something that can help you get started, but not something you yeah. have to stay within as you as you kind of get you kind of grow yeah. more. Makes sense for sure. Is there something you want to communicate with your music? Some people have a certain inspiration they want to deliver with every song, or kind of a a mood they want to set with every track. For you, what do you want to communicate with your music? Proud to um, like for people listening to my song. I just want them to know through my music that. Uh, this isn't something overnight, you know. It's like something that I have been doing since for the past uh, two years, three years, and all that. So I want people to know that I've been putting hard work uh, in this music, and it's not something that I just make expect views from it. You know, I make because I love making it. Like the emotion behind the song, the lyrics, meaning behind the song. There's a lot of things. So I hope that. People don't just listen to my song and be like, oh, you know what, this sucks, or oh, this is great. I want them to know that um, there's love in every song. Like, I put my hard work in it. I spent so many time, so many hours in the studio just making uh, just one song. So, Blood, yeah. sweat, and tears, man. Blood, sweat, and tears. That's right. Oh man, we talked a little bit already about the the kind of the the support and the hate you kind of received from your music um, mm -hmm. already, but you have been very successful as far as your achievements with your music. Uh, go ahead and yep. take a minute to brag about it. What are some of the coolest <laughs> achievements you've had so far? So, um, I mean, recently, like this past week, uh, as I posted on my Instagram, is uh, because uh, Vincer. Uh, he did a remix of my song and he's like this crazy producer man like I used to listen to his song uh, Nothing's Wrong with Drulu uh, under Sun Holo's Beatbook label and then um, I just DM'd him from there and then uh, we became friends and he wanted to, uh, he agreed to remix my song and that song actually got 100,000 views on uh, Cloud Kids channel that's not the most uh, that's not the thing that means the most to me the thing that means the most to me is that my song For You uh, was in the top 200 all genre songs in iTunes in Singapore so to be in something like that like all genre and it's top 200 and to have an electronic underground right mm -hmm. so to have it uh, in the all sound it's like really crazy i never thought that uh something electronic could be all, all genre, like i'm not even that producers that's crazy and because of that uh achievement that i got um i was called on to do an interview with a local newspaper so yeah i think that uh pretty much boosted my uh brand's name mm -hmm. so yeah, whenever people uh, would go on my Instagram and they see that I was on the newspaper, they would probably like, oh, wow, he, like, he made it, technically made it. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool, man. It's so cool, like you said, being on the top 200. And I mean, like, 
I want to know more yeah, about this if you can give some genre. insight. Yeah, and all genre, exactly, which is the key thing. So many producers yeah. want to have that kind of impact on their country or on their city, you know, or on the world. Mm -hmm. Talk to us, if you can, give us a little bit of insight. Uh, what is the EDM scene like in Singapore? Oh, uh, um, I mean, there's a lot of um, clubs like Zook and all that. So most of the DJs there are playing uh, hard style. Like, there's, of course, certain like dub uh, the most common one that I've heard from uh, some of my DJ friends here are playing hard style and house music and to me like that's kind of I I don't it's not my style you know so um, I can't judge on it too much but it's just pretty they, they just want the hard stuff, you know? Sure. And if you probably play, play some emotional thing in the club, you're probably going to get kicked out. So. <laughs> yeah, man, I understand. I understand. Well, thank you for sharing that insight because, yeah. you know, I want to give people kind of a look into the world you're living in. Um, and it's different for every country. Go ahead. Yeah, but, um, I mean, I can't really give too much detail because sure. uh, I've not been in a club. I'm not even yep. 18 yet, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which is which is a superpower for you because you're still so young and yet you've already had such huge achievements it's just kind of setting the Thank future you. up for you and let's talk about that for a second because you've done everything you've talked about already but then even more recently you've been interviewing some of your favorite artists on your podcast you've yep. hit over 10,000 streams on spotify you know all of these achievements what are they doing to you you as a musician what kind of ambitions are they giving you what kind of like what what are the the inspiration they're giving you to do with music? Definitely to uh, continue growing mm -hmm. because uh, all these things, right? Like it's all happened in like probably a year because um, I didn't have an official release since uh, March first, which is my album last year. So in my years, this. Um, uh, the podcasting and all that it's just motivating me to uh, improve myself to grow even more so uh, these achievements are basically just grow yep. that's it grow yep. all right man fantastic and you've been doing growing a lot so keep it up for sure thank you let's dig into the podcast a little bit because that is a kind of an important um, pillar of your brand uh, tell us about the podcast how did it come to be you know how uh, many small artists like they would just out of nowhere ask for collaborations right they were just like dm and then they became they become friends with this so they're gonna get rejected so i mean i faced that rejection too so what i've came up with is something that is definitely going to help a lot of people and it's collaboration mm -hmm. but okay, who wouldn't want to be in an interview am i right like, yeah that's the reason why we're here right yeah so uh, like when I told Mern um, that uh, whether he was down to do um, an interview with me and like he's instantly like he was just like oh yeah sure I'm free on this day this day so and then I was like oh you know what I think I have something here like I don't have to collab like I don't have to make a music with him to have my name associated with him you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I feel that uh, this podcast is just a great way to connect with his fans and his friends connect with mine. So, yeah, it's basically just marketing too. 
Dude, that's so cool. No, I love what I love what you're talking about here. It's all about collaboration, right? And mm -hmm. I think that we get so focused on these certain um, titles. Like, for example, you talked about how we think if we want to work with an artist, we have to do a song together. But it's like, no, you know, we could do uh, Instagram Live together. We could do a podcast yep. together. You know, we could do some random video on TikTok together. There's so many different ways to collaborate and work with other people. And our creativity yep. is the only thing that's holding us back. So it's really cool yep. that that's the inspiration for the podcast. Keep it up. Yep. I've watched a few Thank episodes. You. I love it. I recommend for you guys watching, please check out his podcast as well. Very, very interesting and intriguing contents that they dig into, the topics they cover. Really cool stuff. But Inflake, you are very, very busy. You know, you're in your last year of high school, you're doing the podcast, you're making music, doing interviews. How do you manage it all? How do you manage your time? To be honest, man, I don't think I manage my time well. <laughs> it's like straight up, I just, I don't manage my time, man. I just live and die. <laughs> Is this my study life will be in school? Like, mm -hmm. uh, I would be in school from morning to like uh, about two to three so i'll go home and if i uh if i if i'm like bored or something i'll just get on my phone instagram youtube right but if i feel like uh i have an idea for a song or like it i'm just i just want to make music so i just go and just make music all the way until at night and i just go to sleep then <laughs> so as for the podcast right like we uh actually like before so i at least get uh, to put it in uh, like the calendars and all that so I don't um, you know make any plans last minute so I would sacrifice my music making time just for the podcast so mm -hmm. it's not really um, that important to be making music it's just something I love to do so mm -hmm. if I have time I'll do it if I don't then there's much yeah so if I do have to study I don't make music like uh, last year I had to take uh, finals exam mm -hmm. I didn't make music for like more than one month or two months yep. just to study yep. yeah yeah no I so, know man I know and there's so many other yeah. people you know who are in the same situation I've been in the same situation as well with doing the podcast you know because editing the podcast you know preparing for the podcast recording the podcast it's a big process you know it takes a lot mm -hmm. of time it takes a lot of effort and focus and uh, it can definitely eat into your other activities um <clears throat> so basically then for you your schedule is very free form you kind of do what needs done and adjust every day I want to talk yep. about priorities. What do you prioritize? Because, you know, being in the last year of school, a lot of people would be like, you need to only be studying. You need to take every test, get A on everything. For you personally, though, what do you prioritize the most? Um, if it's studying and music, I probably prioritize study. Mm -hmm. But uh, if it's like uh, family and music, I'll prioritize my family. If it's going out to have fun, it depends with who. Um, if it's someone that you know is not really close to me, then I'll just make music. So to be honest, it's like kind of uh, it depends really. Like studying is the top priority, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then music is just, it's it's not really that important for me to be mm -hmm. always in the studio making music and all sure. that. So yeah. That's cool, man. It's cool, though, that you can be honest about that. You know, you can admit to yeah. yourself that you, even though you love music, you don't have to be doing it 24-7. It's a really yep. valuable insight, you know, because I do think that a lot of people push that kind of, you got to be in the studio 24-7 or you're not a musician. Yeah, and, no. You know, it's not, for you and me, nope. it's definitely not true. I could go mm -hmm. a few weeks without making music and then get in the studio and make an absolute banger, you know. So it's, you, know, right. it, it, you know, it's different for every person. It's, it's cool that we can admit that and be open about it. For those that... Uh, at least morning until night, 
mm-hmm. like I suggest you not do that. You know, <laughs> like don't force. Yeah, don't force yourself. Like unless you have uh, that creativity going, and uh, you really think that you're gonna, f- uh, uh, you know, just go for it. But then, if you don't have any ideas, don't just sit in the studio and continue making it. Like you, you won't get anywhere with it. You know, you have to take a break, go out for a walk or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for me, it's just that. I used to do that. I used to be like wake up in the morning and then just um, like during the weekends, I just make music all the way until like uh, midnight, and then I'll go to sleep. And the next day, I'll do the same thing. But mm-hmm. I've grown to learn that um, the lesser time you take is like the more creative creativity you have because the next day you're gonna have that same few hours, and the creativity is still fresh. You know, you don't stay in the studio and burn your Uh, thoughts of you know. yeah. yeah how interesting so, so that makes sense yeah so balance is kind of the key thing there balance then and getting mm-hmm. the most uh most quality of out your of the, day. the time that you have yeah exactly of your yeah, day yeah. that's a really cool insight i'm definitely going to share that for sure when i chop the podcast up and share it on social let's talk about the internet for a minute where are you at with internet usage are you like always online or are you kind of like you, sometimes and sometimes not okay let's uh start off from last year so um I mean, I'm always online on Instagram, mm-hmm. YouTube, and all that. And then I, uh, I mean, recently, uh, Apple has been doing these um, screen time, right? Mm-hmm. So you can check how long you've been on Instagram and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. So when when I checked my Instagram, it's like it's unhealthy for just <laughs> one day. Yeah. Are Are you <laughs> okay be- with saying this specific number, or should we not reveal that? Uh, I'm. I'm I think I might. I mean, my school is just six hours. Okay. And I I have half an hour break, but somehow yeah. my uh, when I go home from school, I check my uh, screen time. It's gonna be like three hours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, so, man. Um, yeah, in August, uh, in July, like uh, sometime in July, I believe it's nineteen July. Mm-hmm. I did something uh, that I've actually. Uh, was motivated from by Yes Theory, if you know yep. who they are. Yep. Yeah, they did this um, one month no social media. So I decided to try that out. I deleted every one of my social media and just went thirty days without um, Instagram, without Facebook, Snapchat, and all that. Wow. And yeah, I actually made it until um, on, I think. Uh, one week before my release for my song for you, mm-hmm. because I've had I had to do promotions, right? Right. So yeah, I just uh, downloaded Instagram and uh, promoted my song and just deleted back. So wow. when my song dropped, um, I had to just stay on my phone because like they were sending me screenshots of the songs and all that. So I just yeah. keep on sharing and then I just totally forgot about it. Yeah. So that was the third day before I ended it, which is 16 August. Yeah. Right. That's crazy, man. That you actually had the uh, the discipline. You had the discipline <laughs> to actually go through that. What did you yeah. learn from that time? Was there anything that you took away from it? Uh, it's just to, you know, spend more time and uh, live in the moment because so many people are just like going out for mm-hmm. dinner and all that, and they're just on their phone taking pictures and all that. I mean, sure. there's nothing wrong with that, but then. Um, live in the moment, you know. Throughout the whole thirty uh, days that I've been off social media, I yeah. was right. I I actually wrote down in my notes like day one, day two, like for the whole day what I did and all that. Right. And it's so much better than p- posting it on Instagram because I get to read uh, what I did now and then, and the the memory is still fresh in my brain whenever I read um, 
what I did on that day. Yeah. Dude, that's so interesting. It's really, really interesting. And it's a good takeaway as well, live in the moment. Do you feel yeah. like you've taken that that kind of uh, insight, live in the moment, and applied it to now whenever you are on social media again? Um, definitely sometimes, yeah. Because uh, sometimes I just want people to know that uh, I'm doing this. Like the other day I was in Bali, I was just uh, posting a lot of mm-hmm. Instagram stories because right. it's also for me, uh, as a uh, memory yes of course and also for to just like check out what I was doing and right. all that because right. th- there's like beautiful sceneries and all that so if uh, I didn't take any photos and posted it online then it's probably just uh, for me to keep you know which is also great but then you know it's just it's Instagram you have to post <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah, I think like you mentioned before with the time thing, it's kind of a balance finding what you're comfortable mm-hmm. with being online versus being offline. Yeah, it's something yeah. that we should all think about for ourselves personally and figure out, you know, where our comfort zone is, you know, what's best for us for sure. Obvious mm-hmm. though, being a creator, like, you know, there is that aspect where you need to be online to do promotions, you know, for music or for the podcast or whatever. It's such yep. a vital part for us as creators. What do you personally feel like are the best and worst things about being a creator in 2020? So being a uh, creator in 2K20, probably um, the amount of social media um, uh, that is around, like basically you can have TikTok, you can have Snapchat and all that to promote your music. So mm-hmm. I think that that's a great thing yep. because, you know, uh, I've had experience with TikTok before. Like, first off, I'm not even a um, something to pro- someone to promote cats i make music but when i posted a video of my cat on tiktok it yeah. somehow blew up it got like <laughs> yeah it got like 41,000 and mm-hmm. few thousand likes and then my follower increased from zero to 480 in like a month and like that's that's uh incredible because like someone with zero followers you can have a viral video yep. and that's a great way to promote your music in 2020 so uh, as for the worst things, it's just basically uh, with this going around, yeah. there are many um, small artists that just started out their journey in like 2019 or mm-hmm. 2K20, right? Mm-hmm. And they blow up. They instantly just blow up because of one viral video and all that. Mm-hmm. And those people that have been working so hard for the past few years, they're still at where they are. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, they will get like a bit jealous that. Uh, this guy is blowing up and all that. So uh, that's kind of the worst thing. But at the same time, it's something uh, you can learn from because uh, if that guy is blowing up, then what are you doing? Like you could do the same thing, right? You could join him in. Yeah. So a reminder to work hard, work more hard, I guess. Yeah. Dude, let's talk about TikTok a little bit more. Mm-hmm. because it's such a hot topic right now and I feel like a lot of people are kind of avoiding the platform and yet yep. um, for people like you and for me we can both see how valuable it is and how important it can be to be sharing content on there you know what are your thoughts on TikTok uh, as a platform do you feel like it's going to be like the the next mainstream platform do you think it's just a bubble that's going to explode do you like TikTok just give us some thoughts on on TikTok right now I mean, I used to find uh, whoever that's doing TikTok is like cringy and they don't have any life. Like, I'm sorry, but yeah. that's what I used to think sure. like uh, probably a year or so ago. And then I've heard um, cinematics. Like, this are some guys that make sample pack and their company is growing a lot. So they told 
um, they posted on their Instagram saying that TikTok is um, a great way to market their music. And, uh, you know, I, I looked into it and it's actually a pretty good way to grow as a mm-hmm. brand. Mm-hmm. So because uh, like what I said, you can have zero followers and one viral video that could change your life instantly, right? Sure. So, um, so yeah, I, I feel that TikTok is, uh, you know, it's going to probably die out soon. Mm-hmm. But for now, we could use, put it to good use. Sure. So, Makes sense, man. Yeah. Makes sense. And I do feel like there's so many opportunities for us all as creators on the internet. And then for you, even more so, you know, with the kind of opportunities you're unlocking as far as like DMing your favorite creators, you know, and, and publicity, etc. Do you feel like you're taking every opportunity you have? Or is that something you don't even care about? Uh, so I think that, um, you know, I'm taking every opportunity I get, mm-hmm. but it's not something that I want to do, you know, sometimes. Okay. Like if someone just DMs me, like he said, hey, uh, do you want to collab? Like to me, I, I don't want to go and hurt his feeling and say no. <laughs> so I would say yes and just uh, tell him to send me the uh, project files. And if I like what he's doing, then I'll work with him. If not, then... Um, it's either I forget about it and, yeah. or just tell him that I'm not down. But yeah, I, I'll take uh, any opportunity that is available to me because you don't know that uh, it's going to be a banger. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That is really cool. And I like how you how you handle that situation. You know, you were like, you didn't tell them no. You're like, well, I'm open to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Is it important for you to help people with your, with your content and with your life? Yeah, definitely. Like if someone were to uh, come to me for music advice then it means something to me because like mm-hmm. they could literally go anywhere so yeah i would definitely help them but if they don't ask me and they don't need my opinion then i'll just you know i'll just do my own things mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> that's awesome man that's awesome it's cool i do I, I agree with you i think it's important you know that we do help people and use yeah. the position that we've attained you know to bring others up and help them out as well for sure so, uh, yeah, like you wouldn't bring uh, your knowledge into the grave. So to me, like uh, use the time uh, you have on earth wisely and share your knowledge with others because just keeping it to yourself doesn't help anyone. And if you somehow um, did not make it anymore in this world, like you, I'm, I'm not like you die, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like all your knowledge about music, about anything, they have something to, uh, you know, live on by. Yes. Dude, I love this so much. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I've been talking a lot about sharing lately, how much, how important it is to share. I really feel like sharing is power because it, it's the power of bringing people together. It's the power mm-hmm. of influencing other people. You know, it's the power of growth as well, because when you share, you learn new things. So I love that you just mentioned that. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. It's really powerful stuff. Thank you. <clears throat> Is there any practices in your daily life that help you um, creatively, uh, creatively or motivationally, something that you do that keeps you kind of balanced or, or, or energized? Um, probably just, um, reading. Uh, I'm not much of a reader, but, uh, before I go to sleep, I would just, uh, just start reading for about 30 minutes and just go to bed after. But if it's like during the daytime, probably just, uh, making music really helps because, 
um, if I got time to kill, right? Like if I don't have anything to work on, like my homework and all that. Yeah. Uh, I would rather do something productive, like making music. So instead of just being on my phone on Instagram the whole day. Mm-hmm. But as for exercising, uh, I, I, you know, I've had thoughts about exercising, but sure. it's just we get lazy sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For during sure. my um, the month without social media, I actually. Um, when like that, my plan was to go thirty days for exercise. I went like three days. I missed yeah. one day. Okay. And that one day of miss, uh, yeah, the one day I've missed is just that did it. I didn't go at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, you know what? Yep. This is great. I'm just yep. staying home. Dude, that's the yeah. power of one, right? Like you mentioned that one day could destroy your exercise routine. Yeah. One video can make you a viral success. So it's the power of yep. one. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. But more generally, because you mentioned for yourself, it's reading and making music and that kind of helps mm-hmm. you with your life, your mental health and everything. More generally, what is one thing that you think every creator should be doing? Um, just listening to podcasts to get inspirations, to get um, motivation, uh, number two is basically just going uh, to concerts to get more motivation. Number mm-hmm. three is listening to songs. You know, just go on Spotify or YouTube. Just, uh, just basically just listen to songs and just relax. Like you can get so ma- so much inspiration just from listening to songs. Man, that's so cool, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think that, you know, the more we're surrounded by the stuff that we want to be doing, the more it's influencing us and encouraging us to take action on it. So, yeah, I agree Mm -hmm. with those. Really, really powerful. I want to look at one last section. Uh, I want to look kind of the future scape now, the future of everything. Uh, If you don't mind me saying, in our our private conversations uh, on Instagram, you've mentioned to me before that you kind of want to be like a pilot or something in the aviation field in the future. Do you feel like that is in contrast to making music? or do you think they're kind of working in harmony together? Um, pretty sure it's contrast because uh, making music is just... For me, I made music when uh, I was 13 years old and I didn't have any experience with music theory or anything like that. Uh, so I was just on YouTube just watching tutorials and just doing my own work. And you know, that's something different... Uh, from being a pilot like pilot you have to really study hard mm-hmm. and go through tests and interviews and all that just to become a pilot like for musician you don't really have to do that you just you don't even need music theory nowadays you just make your own thing so yeah that's definitely there's a contrast there's a difference gotcha but it is it is kind of interesting for someone like you who's been doing music you know for two three years you know longer obviously you know just in practicing and stuff like that but um the amount of success you've achieved so far just in the past year alone has it kind of made you think more about becoming a musician full-time or has it not deterred you from from focusing on like studies and and stuff like that I don't really see myself doing music full-time yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in the future, if uh, something were to happen with my music, like it blow up or something, then maybe, sure. you know. But uh, as for now, as of now, it's just basically since I'm uh, still a student, I can't have a job yet. Mm-hmm. So I feel that making music is just something that I could do during my free time and also, you know, earn something out of it, like uh, growth and uh, context and also you know money but not sure how much I'm, I'm earning right now but yeah um yeah as a as a student like that's something good because you know level of uh, education right so mm-hmm. for music you don't really need that you just need your songs basically 
So I don't really see myself doing uh, music full time. It's just for fun right now. Gotcha. I'm still a student. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I think it's cool. I think it's cool, man, because I think there's two things that we can that the listeners can take from this. First of all, it's totally fine to have something that's a hobby for you, whether it's painting or making music, you know, or drawing mm-hmm. sketches, you know. And it's totally fine to have something as a hobby and not have to think about, oh, how can I make money from this? How can I be, yeah, yeah. you know, a full time of this? And on the other side, you know, anything is possible. You know, we don't know what could mm-hmm. happen in the next one, two, three years, you know, and you could yep. be, you know, doing world performances, you know, or or whatever <laughs> it is. Uh, let's go that route with it. Let's say for you, what are the best things that could happen for you as a musician in the next two to three years? Um, probably being friends with some of my inspirations like San Holo, mm-hmm. um, going on uh, tour, whether it be uh, Asia tour or just, you know, uh, performing at clubs and all that. I don't really mind because... Um, no, at the end of the day, it's just I want people to listen to my music. Yeah. So, uh, in the next three years as a musician, if I were to daydream about it, it's probably just, like I said, being friends, making more music, uh, and producing for some... Uh, uh, so. All right, man. Fantastic. It's really cool. I hope you can definitely do that for sure. Um, Thank you. Do you have any goals specifically for 2020? I actually have a lot of plans and goals for 2020, but sure. they've all been hit. Like, my plans for 2020 was probably to get 1,000 monthly listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm at 12K now. Yeah, and man. Then, uh, for uh, YouTube, it's just crazy that I'm at 100K. So. I probably have to rethink about my goals again, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, and you mentioned that for the next three years, you know, your goals were to make more music, to do some live performances, be friends with some of your favorite musicians. Maybe those next three-year goals could happen this year instead of the next three years. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, man. Sky's the yeah. limit, right? All right, yeah. man. As we wrap up this section right here, the Futurescape, um, what would you like to say to your future self? That's a hard question because it's... I'm not sure what my future self is going to be. Exactly. So probably a uh, good job on, on all this. Um, this year is really important and it's not it's nothing to be playing. Uh, so I'm just going to be saying um, congrats on handling the pressure well, I guess. All yeah. right, man. Good luck on good work on everything and good luck on handling the pressure. You. Fantastic. I love it. All right, man. So uh, thank you so much for sitting down to do the interview. Um, I do have one last section we do. It's called the speed round. I'm going to ask you a very fast question. You give a very fast response. Are you ready? Yep. All yep. right, man. Let's get into it. Ready? Three, yep. two, one. Favorite color? Um, pastel green. Yeah. Favorite food? Butter chicken. Favorite day of the week? Friday. Right Favorite now. movie? Bridge to Terabitia. The sound design is amazing. Yeah. Favorite song at the moment? Ooh, Run It Fit Annika Wells by Kids. Mm-hmm. What's your guilty yeah. pleasure? Yeah. Uh, probably commenting on YouTube vid- almost every YouTube videos <laughs> I watch. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I gain a lot of subscribers from there because they see my music note next to my name. So do uh, more like check out my music. Check so, it out. Yeah. Okay. What countries do you do, want to visit? Uh, 
Peru. Is it a country? Peru. Okay. What languages do you speak? Oh, uh, English and Malay. Okay. What is something you want to do that you have not done yet? Skydiving, but my mom doesn't allow it. So. <laughs> and finally, how do you want people to think of you? Um, as someone who, who never gives up, even though people have been telling him no about his music. Fantastic. All right. Inflake, thank you so much, man, for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much, man. Incredible conversation. I loved everything we talked about. Is there anything you want to say to the audience listening? Yeah, if like you're starting out with music and you have haters, like that's a part of don't let it get to you because uh, at the end of the day, you don't make uh, you don't do you don't make music to prove them wrong. You make music to prove yourself right. That's awesome. Great way to end the episode, guys. I really encourage you check him out. Inflake is his name. I'll give his links in the description box below. So much insight, so much creativity. He's an incredible person. Inflake, thank you again. Everyone, we will talk thank to you, you next so time. Much. Have a great day and goodbye.